0: My name is Jim Fleming, and this is Our Sunday School. Our Sunday School is part of Stewart Heights Baptist Church in Chattanooga, Tennessee. To prepare for this lesson, please go to OurSundaySchool.com for a copy of today's handout. Now, let's get to this week's lesson. Well, good morning, and welcome to Our Sunday School. I'm glad you're able to join us this morning. I uh, hope that you've had a good last week. And if you haven't, it's a new week, and the tomb is empty, so we can rejoice in that. Grab your Bibles, and we're going to head to Mark chapter 12 today, starting a brand new chapter of Mark. So I'm excited about continuing to move forward in our series. So uh, we'll greet some folks here in just a minute. Uh, But if you haven't already, headed over to uh, OurSundaySchool.com. I would encourage you to head over there and grab a copy of today's handout. It's just one page. Super simple. So uh, nice and easy. And I would also encourage you to grab a copy of Mark Uh, If you have your scripture journal, this might be the one that you want today uh, to take some notes and to write in some questions because we'll be talking about uh, questions as we go through today's text. So Mark chapter 12, Uh, so hello to uh, Julie who's on the other side of the house. (laughs) Hello to uh, Jessica Miller who has room 211 up and running. Thank you again for that. Uh, if If you're not aware, Jessica's been uh, organizing this, uh, she and her band of Mary Helpers, for seven months now. And uh, at the end of today's lesson, we'll talk about what the near-term future looks like, and I'm excited about that. So don't leave early. Uh, so good morning to the Velosins, the Jonicas, the Greggs. Hey, guys, good morning. Uh, Chandeliers here. The McClure's are here. Sarah, I saw your Facebook post, and we are praying for you at our house. That has got to be just exceedingly challenging. So... Uh, we love you guys, and uh, we're just going to help uh, pray with you through this mess. So, uh, All right, so Mitch and Cherry Johnson are in two eleven. The heirs are there, and uh, awesome, fantastic. Well, let's jump into Mark chapter 12. Uh, so as we do each time that we start a new chapter, uh, we are reviewing our approach to uh, talking about the Bible. And all of this information is at OurSundaySchool.com. And if you went there this morning, you might have noticed a different look and feel. Uh, I made some changes to the WordPress, uh, WordPress template uh, yesterday, and most of it went pretty well, except I lost all the links on the talk, uh, on the uh, read page. So I'm going to spend a little time this afternoon fixing that. But, uh, but all the information from the longer study talking about the Bible, about 20 pages of context or so with some verses spelled out, is all there. So just a quick review of what we'll do today. Uh, we'll pray, we'll hear, we'll think, we'll talk, we'll share, and then uh, after class is over today, we will invite. So <clears throat> if you got your Bibles, again, we're in Mark chapter 12, but before we hear today, we're going to pray. And I've got a special prayer request this morning. Uh, so some of you know, some of you might not know, uh, that Nina Gilchrist went home to be with Jesus last, Sunday, last Saturday evening. And um, we grieve with Keith and his sons uh, over the loss, uh, but we rejoice knowing that Nina is healed and is with Jesus and knows nothing of cancer anymore. And we celebrate that fact, and we celebrate the fact that we will get to see her again and are excited about that. But the grief and the pain is real for Keith and the boys, and uh, we want to spend some time in prayer for them this morning. And uh, as we pray for ourselves, pray for the hearers of God's Word this morning, uh, we pray for illumination, we pray for wisdom, uh, we pray for hearing of the hearers, and we pray before we talk or share anything about God's Word. So let's spend uh, just a minute in prayer, and uh, then we will move to our next step in hearing God's Word. Father, we thank you so much that you are a good and gracious King. We thank you for uh, your plan that you laid out before the foundations of the earth were laid. We thank you for your son, Jesus Christ, the perfect sacrifice, the one whom we have been studying about this entire time in our series in Mark. We thank you that he is glorious. We thank you that he is beautiful. We thank you that he is wonderful. We thank you that he is everything we are not. And we thank you that he is our savior, our hope of our present life on this earth and our hope of a future resurrection. We thank you for the Holy Spirit, for, the, in guiding, for the, the guiding presence in our lives that indwells in us, that guides us into all truth. We thank you for the love that you show us through the Trinity. We thank you that, that your word is clear. We thank you that your word is available. We thank you that your word is with us in a way that we can understand. And we thank you for all the tools and the helps that we have to better understand your word. We ask for wisdom this morning. We ask for hearing for the hearers of your word. We ask to hear what you would have us to hear and not what we would superimpose into the text. Uh, so, Father, we ask for these things this morning. We also ask for peace and comfort for the Gilchrist family. We thank you for the life of Nina. We thank you for the beautiful testimony she had. We We thank you for the the time that we got to know her here in Chattanooga. We thank you for her marriage with Keith and her sons, and we thank you that, that you are present and a help in this time in the Gilchrist family. We thank you that, that you love them deeply and that you are the only one that can soothe and calm and be, uh, bring them to a peaceful place in their grief and in their pain. Father, help us to be faithful, help us to be consistent, help us to come alongside and to serve and to hold up the arms of the Gilchrist family. And we thank you for both what you will do this morning and for what you will do in the coming days and weeks. And we just are so grateful that you would allow us to be part of that. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So our next step is to hear. Uh, so we, I will uh, read Mark chapter 12. But a couple more folks have joined. So Nancy Miller is here. Hey, good morning, Miss Miller. And uh, Dave Barber's here. Awesome. Fantastic. I'm excited about that. Good deal, Dave. Uh, So let's read Mark chapter 12. And remember, our attitudes in reading the scripture are respect and deference. So this is said another way uh, be quiet and sit still. Um, So we're going to read, I'm going to read the Bible out loud, and I want you to listen. Like that is your job right now, just to listen to God's word being read. So let's read Mark chapter 12. I'm excited about a new chapter. Now, One brief word before we read Mark chapter 12, the Pharisees, I'm sorry, the the chief priests and the scribes and the elders are still in front of Jesus. So at the end of chapter 11, that is still the audience he is talking to at the beginning of chapter 12. That's going to matter for context. So Jesus is speaking and we've got the scribes, the chief priests and the scribes and the elders there that he's speaking to. So Mark chapter 12. And he began to speak to them in parables. And so with many others, some they beat and some they killed. He had still one other, a beloved son. Finally, he sent him to them, saying, They will respect my son. But those tenants said to one another, This is the heir. Come, let us kill him, and the inheritance will be ours. And they took him and killed him and threw him out of the vineyard. What will the owner of the vineyard do? He will come and destroy the tenants and give the vineyard to others. Have you not read this scripture? The stone that the builders rejected has become the cornerstone. This was the Lord's doing, and it is marvelous in our eyes. And they were seeking to arrest him, but feared the people, for they perceived that he had told the parable against them. So they left him and went away. And they sent to him some of the Pharisees and some of the Herodians to trap him in his talk. And they came and said to him, Teacher, we know that you are true and do not care about anyone's opinion, for you are not swayed by appearances, but truly teach the way of God. Is it lawful to pay taxes to Caesar or not? Should we pay them or should we not? But knowing their hypocrisy, he said to them, Why put me to the test? Bring me a denarius and let me look at it. And they brought one. And he said to them, Whose likeness and inscription is this? And they said to him, Caesar's. And Jesus said to them, Render to Caesar the things that are Caesar's, and to God the things that are God's. And they marveled at him. And Sadducees came to him, who say that there is no resurrection. And they asked him a question, saying, Teacher, Moses wrote for us that if a man's brother dies and leaves a wife, but leaves no child, the man must take the widow and raise up offspring for his brother. There were seven brothers. The first took a wife, and when he died, he left no offspring. And the second took her and died, leaving no offspring, and the third likewise, and the seven left no offspring. Last of all, the woman also died. In the resurrection, when they rise again, whose wife will she be? For the seven had her as wife. Jesus said to them, Is this not the reason you are wrong? Because you know neither the scriptures nor the power of God. For when they rise from the dead, they neither marry nor are given in marriage, but are like angels in heaven. And as for the dead being raised, have you not read in the book of Moses, in the passage about the bush, how God spoke to him, saying, I am the God of Abraham, and the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob? He is not God of the dead, but of the living. You are quite wrong. And one of the scribes came up and heard them disputing with one another, and seeing that he answered them well, asked him, Which commandment is the most important of all? Jesus answered, The most important is, Hear, O Israel. and to love one's neighbor as oneself is much more than all whole burnt offerings and sacrifices. And when Jesus saw that he had answered wisely, he said to him, You are not far from the kingdom of God. And after that, no one dared to ask him any more questions. And as Jesus taught in the temple, he said, How can the scribes say that the Christ is the son of David? David himself, in the Holy Spirit, declared, The Lord said to my Lord, Sit at my right hand until I put your enemies under your feet. David calls himself Lord, so how is he his son? And the great throng heard him gladly. And in his teaching, he said, Beware of the scribes, who like to walk around in long robes, and like greetings in the marketplaces, and have the best seats in the synagogues, and the places of honor at feasts, who devour widows' houses, and for a pretense make long prayers. They will receive the greater condemnation. And when he sat down opposite the treasury and watched the people putting money into the offering box, many rich people put in large sums. And a poor widow came and put in two small copper coins, which make a penny. And he called his disciples to him and said to them, Truly I say to you, this poor widow has put in more than all those who are contributing to the offering box. For they all contributed out of their abundance. But she, out of her poverty, has put in everything she had, all she had to live on. Mark chapter 12. I love starting a new chapter. Hey, Julia, good to have you this morning. And again, you're a sharer. Thank you again for that. I appreciate that. So, this is uh, hearing God's word. So, we're reading Mark chapter 12. The next step is to think. So, thinking about God's word is uh, different than thinking about other topics. What we are doing here is we are trying to eliminate distractions. So I would encourage you, if you are on your phone, to turn off notifications. If you are with the scripture, to turn off uh, anything that could be distracting at this point. What we're wanting to do here is to slow down and to think about God's Word. And you get better at thinking by practicing thinking. Right? This is a really simple concept. So our attitudes here are humility in that God knows what we need. Wonder, in that there are wonderful things from God's law. uh, And steadfastness, we stick to it. We don't give up quickly on this particular skill that we are developing, this spiritual practice that we're developing. Now, our actions are to think about God's Word day and night. So our practice right now is to slow down and to think. So Mark chapter 12 is a lot of content that is... Very likely, too much to stop and think about in the next four or five minutes. So, what I would like for you to do, I would like for you to pick one section of Mark chapter 12. So, there are several. So, there's the in the ESV, the section headings are the parable of the tenants, paying taxes to Caesar, the Sadducees ask about the regu- resurrection. Sorry, Sadducees and resurrection in the same sentence are. My tongue does not want to move like it should there. It is a challenging thing to say. The Sadducees ask about the resurrection, the great commandment, whose son is the Christ, beware of the scribes and the widow's offering. So we've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven different sections in this particular chapter of Mark. So pick a section. And for the next, uh, we'll say, uh, four and a half, four minutes or so, uh, I want you to think about it. And if you've got your copy of Mark that you can write in, write down observations, write down questions, write down uh, your thoughts here. But just think. So we'll be back in four minutes. Well I hope that was a helpful exercise for you. And I hope this is something that you do regularly when you study God's Word. It's actually part of our homework every single week for our Sunday school, thinking about God's Word. So perhaps you picked a section, perhaps you wrote some questions down. You might be thinking, well, what do I what do I do next, Jim? Yeah, great. There's another process step. Talk. Now this process step assumes a couple of actions. It, in, it assumes incompleteness, that I don't know everything. And hi, my name is Jim. I don't know everything. <laughs> I was talking with uh, a couple of friends uh, a few weeks ago about... I got interviewed on a podcast. It was kind of cool. I've been podcasting for the 10 years. I've never been interviewed on a podcast. But I was talking with them about what I was learning. And I have just learned something new about the relationship between two different parts of speech... In Koine Greek, things that I had been putting on our handouts for years now that I just didn't—I didn't know how they worked. So I am stoked about this kind of a thing. But it doesn't happen because we don't think about it. It happens because we think and then we go study and talk with resources and talk with people that have done this before. So our talk process is being teachable and recognizing an incompleteness. The podcast was going equipped, by the way, so you should subscribe. <clears throat> and then to use available resources. So available resources to us are the Holy Spirit and uh, God's Word, right? This is amazing. What a beautiful, beautiful tools. Um, welcome Arnold family. That's fantastic. So, so if you've got a copy of the Bible like this and you've got these tiny little things in the margin or sometimes they're in the center of the page, those are cross-references. And I just lost my place. Uh, Luckily, this Bible opens up to Mark without any problem. (laughs) Um, Those are cross-references, and those are things that are designed to help us see that Scripture is connected. So for your section that you picked in Mark chapter 12, if you will, whatever section you picked, just read the cross-references. We'll do that for about four minutes, and this is our talk. We're going to talk to somebody who was helpful enough to us to write down what they learned about the Bible. So. Look up those cross-references for your section and see how many of those get answered from your think question. This is Talking About the Bible. We'll be back in four minutes. Hopefully that was helpful for you to be able to stop and to look up some cross-references. I will tell you, if you chose the parable of the tenants, you might not have gotten past the first cross-reference because there were several uh, verses to go look up. Uh, I will tell you that sometimes this is very quick. Sometimes this takes a very long time. I will also tell you, uh, if you have a desire to teach God's Word, literally, the cross-references are an extraordinarily helpful place to begin with your study so praying asking for god's help hearing god's word over and over and over again thinking about the text and thinking about the text and thinking about the text and then quite simply using what many of us have ignored for most of our lives and having copies of the scripture the cross references they are really really helpful now they are not inspired they're not always flawless but they can help connect dots for us that we might not have seen otherwise. So Amy believes, good, yes. (laughs) I can imagine which one you picked, Amy, there you go. Uh, All right, so process step number five then is to share. And this is with an attitude of lowliness. This is not an attitude of, of pride or arrogance. This is an attitude of calm and patience with one another. If we have ever needed patience with one another, it is now, right? Um, And this is speaking the truth in love and trusting the Lord with the outcome. So we're not trying to beat one another over the head. This is loving others and trusting God. So I'm going to stop and ask, what are your observations about your uh, uh, paragraph or section of Mark chapter 12 that you read, that you heard, that you thought about, and that you talked with somebody about for a little bit? So I'm going to pause. And in the comments, if you will, just... Write out your observations. If, you'll, if you have questions, feel free to write your questions out too. But any observations that you've come to around those particular pieces of Mark chapter 12. Yes, Jessica, that's exactly right. Jesus answered the scribe who seemed to be earnest in his question. That's exactly right. Um, One of the beautiful things that Jesus does here is he does not assume uh, every single person, because he knows all, right? This is a super helpful thing to have. Uh, He knows all, but he also understands that not every single person that comes to him is trying to trap him. Um, So he, he paints with a broad brush at certain times. Because a broad brush needs to be used at certain times. And he also deals very specifically with the individual. It's a beautiful thing. Um, Yes, bitch, the widows might give your all. That's exactly right. Um, We will be talking a great deal about that uh, as we move through this entire chapter. I, I would actually encourage you to think about these parables and the order... I feel like I just pound this concept all the time. The order in which they occur as being significant as well. Um, what? When does Jesus talk about the widow? When does Jesus talk about the tenants? About giving all? Who's an example of this in the parable that Jesus tells at the beginning of Mark chapter 12, right? Um, Sherry, notice that our room has the Ten Commandments. I wonder if this whole thing will get up on the screen and uh, how Jesus highlighted the two most important commandments. Yes, that's exactly right. Jesus has a way of knowing what's important. (laughs) It's wonderful. Um, Yes, that's exactly right, Julia. That Christ is long-suffering. Oh my goodness. Like Was this not patience on display? Oh wow, it's incredible how long-suffering our God is. And that Judgment will be rendered. Absolutely. Absolutely. 100%. Mitch, while I'm waiting on the next one, I'll say I believe there is a connection between the uh, section on paying taxes to Caesar and the widow's offering. And I'm excited and interested in studying that a little bit more. (laughs) Daniel, notice we've been in the Gospel of Mark for a while. That is a good observation, Daniel. Yes, this is week, I want to say it's week 113. Yeah. Week 113. So we don't have a formal schedule, but I have estimates based on the rate with which we've gone through the uh, the Gospel of Mark so far. We should finish, Lord willing, you know who knows, right? The Lord knows. Uh, sometime in the summer of next year, I think will be a relatively safe bet. So early ish summer, maybe we'll see. But yes, we will be in the Gospel of Mark for a while longer. Daniel, <laughs> good observation. All right. I'll give you another uh, minute or two to uh, share your observations. Ah, uh, God is still teaching us the same lessons. Yes, Amy. He's still teaching me the same lessons. Right. Love Him. Love our neighbors. Love Him. Love our neighbors. How much of this would be, uh, you know, I don't want to say not necessary, but almost not necessary. If we just love God as we should and loved our neighbors as we should, right? That would uh, straighten out quite a bit. And you don't have to know any Greek morphological analysis to figure that one out. So, yes, he still teaches us the same lessons. Oh, here we go. Chandelier has picked up on a theme of chapters 11 and 12. Here we go. What did he do at the beginning of chapter 11? He rode in and he checked out the temple and then he taught. What did he do at the beginning of chapter, at the end of chapter 12? He watched the people and then he taught, right? There's a There's a great, great lesson here for observing before talking. And if you look at the order, like, Chandelier, I'm I'm so glad that you picked up on this. This, like studying the Gospels, is one of the reasons that our homework is in the order that it is in. Like, pray, hear, think, talk with others, and then we share our observations. Right. So Jesus models this for us. Yes, I bet that is a great puggle lesson, Amy. And I am thrilled that you'd be the one to teach it. So thank God for that. <laughs> All right, so we'll uh, we'll wrap up there with our uh, sharing. If you've got more to keep them coming, uh, we'll, we'll continue to address them as they come in. Uh, so our in-class practice today was we prayed for help in understanding Mark 12. We heard Mark 12. We thought about Mark 12. We talked with someone and oh by the way if you didn't get through all the cross references they're still there you can continue to go look them up Uh, and then we shared our insights about Mark 12 this is Bible study and uh, our after class practice is to invite a member and a non-member we do this every single week so who do we see that's not here who do we want to be here answering those two really really simple questions is a great way to continue to get others to engage with us now the bottom of the handout says, don't forget to subscribe to our weekly email, podcast, and YouTube channel. You can do all that at OurSundaySchool.com. Uh, again, and I slur this. I didn't realize I slurred this until I was on the podcast the other day and heard Chandelier restate the name of our website because I'm a redneck and our uh, can be interpreted several different ways. So thank you for that, Chandelier. You helped me be aware of something that I didn't know I was doing. So it's OurSundaySchool.com. And... Uh, So now for the new information. Here we go. Some of you know this. Some of you don't. If you are a member of our Sunday school, you got an email from me on Friday and you saw in the private uh, Sunday school group on Facebook that we are going to be returning, Lord willing, to in-person Sunday school on May the 16th with masks being required in the room. So this past week, the CDC modified their guidance for those who have been vaccinated and unvaccinated as far as masks indoors. And they recommend, uh, even for at-risk populations, that if you are all wearing a mask in the same room, that is a safe place to be. So uh, as we have followed their guidance the entire time that we've been in this mess, uh, we're going to continue to follow their guidance, as I said we would. So on May the 16th, Lord willing, we will be back in person at the Hickson campus and I need your help. So two things. Number one, next week is Mother's Day. And Amy V., Lord willing, will be teaching on the first part of Mark chapter 12. So be in prayer for Amy. Uh, and I would, I would love for you to let her know that you are praying for her this week as she prepares. It's a beautiful thing to know that folks have your back. And then two, if you are interested in being in person on uh, May the 16th, For space planning purposes, our staff need to know about how many people are going to show up. So, hi, my name's Jim. I plan to be there with my mask on, teaching in a mask the entire time. And it'll be great because I'll get to see you as opposed to the three cameras on the back of my iPhone, which I am woefully tired of looking at. (laughs) So I'm excited about that. But uh, if you haven't already responded by email or on the Facebook post, and oh, by the way, liking the post tells me nothing. So I need you to be explicit. These are the people that will be back with us, and we are good with wearing masks while we are in the room. Uh, we need to know how many are going to be back so that we can get the right size room. Because if we just have 12, which is what we're at right now, we won't be in the multi-purpose room. And I would like to be in the multi-purpose room. <laughs> We've got some things set up in there that work really well. So uh, so let us know. Uh, you can put in the comments on this uh, uh, on this. My mind is blanking on this technology Facebook uh, post if you want. Uh, I'd be happy to take that or you can shoot me a text or you can send an email or you can respond to the email that was sent out uh, Friday uh, or you can post in our private Facebook group. But uh, let us know if you're willing to be in person with masks on May the 16th. I'm excited to be able to see you guys. So uh, with that, I will stop there and uh, thank you once again. We will move into our prayer time. So, if you've got any prayer requests, write those down, put those in the comments, Uh, continue to pray for the Gilchrist family, Um, uh, lean in, engage, pray for somebody that's not with you. And then, as you have opportunity, go to a campus or online today for worship to worship this one who observes before he teaches, to worship this one who is long suffering, to worship this one who knows. The Bible better than anyone else, and is able to draw connections for us in living it out in ways that are beautiful and glorious. And I can't wait to get to meet him face to face. It's gonna be awesome. And I can't wait to see you guys face to face on May the sixteenth. So with that, I love you guys. I miss you. I'm praying for you. and Lord willing, Amy Wilson will be uh, online with us next week, teaching about the first part of Mark twelve. Thanks, guys. Thanks for engaging. And don't forget to subscribe to our podcast, YouTube channel, and weekly email. You can subscribe to all three of those at OurSundaySchool.com. Grace and peace to you.